That's the beauty of to teach a language because when you are teaching a maybe science or mathematics is a different, but when you are teaching a language, so you have the opportunity to discuss and to see things in a different point of view, like with art, it's a matter of interpretation and everything. So that's humanities. Welcome back to the news cycle. I'm Ron Rising, and today is Monday, October 30th. Halloween is just around the corner, and so is the celebration of the dead. I invited Spanish teacher Carlos Diaz to speak about Dia de los Muertos, and now he connects it to Davis High students. Marion De La Rue reports on Halloween traditions, and Alessandra Trask investigates whether or not high schoolers are too old to trick or treat. The celebration of the dead can be seen in many cultures, every one with a unique way to honor the lost. Peru memorializes through Dia de los Santos Defuntos, Day of the Deceased Saints, and Cambodia has Pachimben, a 15-day festival to mark the opening of Hell's Gates and when spirits are most active. Mexico is known for Dia de los Muertos, a festival celebrated on November 1st and 2nd, the first day for deceased children and the next for adults. I invited on Carlos Diaz to talk about the holiday. I'm Carlos Diaz. I was born in Colombia. I went to a special high school for teachers, so I have been teaching since I was 16 years old, almost 40 years. This is Diaz's first year teaching at Davis High, a long journey from Colombia to San Jose, Los Angeles, Sonoma County, and finally, here. Diaz grew up in Colombia, a place that isn't known to celebrate Dia de los Muertos. I learned that one when I went to Los Angeles. For me, it was just even the vocabulary with my, the kids from, and even from different countries, from Guatemala, from Honduras, so, and I there, I learned a lot how to do the altars, how different activities. So really for me, I learned a lot and it was wonderful because it's a different way. When Diaz and his wife lived in Los Angeles, the celebration of Dia de los Muertos was a huge part of campus culture. For Diaz, dressing up his classroom and making an altar is not about religion, but rather a way to teach culture. Sometimes the kids, they say, oh, because of my religion, I don't believe in that, or I cannot study this, or I cannot do this activity. I said, this is part of a language. This is not about religion or beliefs. It just we respect different cultures. The Japanese or the Chinese, they have different ways to honor the ancestors or the dead people. Here are the same. So we try that the student really enjoy it. They are aware, and we have a different activities about Dia de los Muertos, but also Bringing authentic Mexican tradition to Davis has its difficulties, but Diaz finds a way. To praise some music and to bring, but here I had to find a bakery, Pan de los Muertos, because that's very different. So, like the kids, they can taste that kind of thing, or with the Sempasuchil, the flower. So, I like sometimes to buy some flowers and to have it here. Honoring the dead is celebrated in so many ways by different places, it's hard to keep track. But the message isn't never forget the lost. For example, they live with me, my mother or my sister or my brother and people that I love. In the good memories, always I remember the good times, always they are with me. So it's not like... Next up, we have a package by Alessandra Trask investigating the implied age limit on trick-or-treating. With Halloween right around the corner, high school students ask themselves if they should go trick-or-treating. Scared to be judged, but also frightened to miss out on the fun, teenagers weigh the pros and cons. Um, no, I don't think I am. I think so, yeah. Uh, no. 
as October 31st approaches, teenagers wonder if this year they are too old to be going door to door dressed up asking for candy. Some people believe it's lame and think it's only for kids. But last year I went trick-or-treating and people gave me the worst, dirtiest looks possible. So I While others think it's a good time to go out and have fun with friends regardless. Whenever you feel like you're too old, like if you want to be 18 and trick-or-treating, go ahead. Every year, Downtown Davis hosts an event called the Treat Trail, where businesses hand out candy on Halloween. From 2.30 to 5.30, kids bring their spooky spirit in creative costumes to get a treat. The recommended age for the tree trail is children 10 years old and under. Some teenagers feel as if the limit should be raised. Like 15 or 16. Because as you go throughout high school, your childhood starts to come to an end. Have fun. Like, you're probably not going to do it past high school, so do what you can. According to Time Magazine, most kids stop trick-or-treating from the ages 12 to 16, but there is no national cutoff age. Most parents don't seem to mind if teenagers participate as long as they are respectful on the streets. Just do it, who cares? You only live once. In a survey by Today.com, it states 46% of parents believe kids are never too old to go trick-or-treating. Everyone chooses to celebrate their Halloween in their own way, and it is up to you to decide if you are too old to be trick-or-treating. In Davis, most people have been celebrating Halloween since they were young. Perpetuating traditions have been around for seemingly for forever. This week, The Hub is looking into these traditions. Marion De La Rue has a story. I love how Halloween is just you know, fun because people get to go out at night and get free candy, really. Halloween is one of my favorite holidays. Think of Halloween as like a whole collective thing. So I think Halloween is just kind of a, it's one of the, the really fun holidays. You just heard Junior Trenton Romero, DHS Campus Safety Supervisor Maya Rodriguez, English and Yearbook Teacher Corinne Campbell, and Senior Madeline Liu. Halloween is a major cultural tradition that impacts successive generations in the U.S. This holds true in Davis, as senior Madeline Liu believes. I think, especially for Davis, Halloween has a huge impact with all the kids here. And I think it's very important that everybody really does something so that the younger kids can have the same experience that we did. However, not everyone is aware of the origins of the Halloween traditions they keep alive. The holiday originates from the Gallic harvest celebration known as Sowin. Junior William Romero finds this interesting. I think it's a cool and a very fun holiday, and I think it has a lot of cool history. Later on, Christian missionaries working to convert Celtic people to Christianism appropriated the custom. It eventually led to the Christian holidays of All Hallows Eve on October 31st and All Saints Day on November 1st. The holiday was brought to the United States first via English Puritans. Yet, most modern Halloween traditions stem from Irish and Scottish beliefs. To this day, many like Lou abide by these conventions. Halloween is a very fun thing for my family. My aunt always makes our costumes, and then I always get to take my siblings uh, trick-or-treating. However, Halloween traditions shift, and some new ones emerge. 
Some high schoolers, like Trenton Romero, prefer an evening of chilling to the usual trick-or-treating. A tradition is, of course, for most people dressing up, but usually just staying home and eating candy and watching movies from um, like the 90s and stuff like that. Some of the good movies like um, Hocus Pocus and um, Night Before Christmas. Some families like DHS Campus Safety Supervisor Maria Rodriguez even create their own Halloween family traditions. We just actually started a new tradition this year um, where we have paint night in the dark and we put candles down the middle of our table so we do um, paint night via candlelight. <laughs> English and yearbook teacher Corinne Campbell also celebrates Halloween in her own way. So I just really love Halloween. Um, and so over the last 13 years of teaching, I have accumulated a lot of different decorations. Um, and I just like to put them up um, as soon as I can, sometimes a little bit even before October starts. Um, and just because I think it makes the classroom, like, I don't know, kind of fun and warm. <laughs> For the new cycle, this is Marion Delarue. And that's a wrap for today's episode. The New Cycle is a production of the Blue Devil Hub in association with the Davis Enterprise. Daniel Ruiz Jimenez writes our theme music. The program is hosted by Roan Rising and Noah Meyer, and our executive producer is Sean Campbell. We're trying to grow our listener base. Don't hesitate to share the News Cycle with your friends. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us on the web at bluedevilhub.com and check out our social media accounts. We're on Instagram at Blue Devil Hub and on Facebook at the Blue Devil Hub. Don't miss our radio broadcast Monday at 5 and Tuesday at noon on 95.7 KDRT. Have a good week, and we'll see you next time.